Now, since uh, the 21st of September 2013, when we saw the uh, Westgate Mall uh, attacks in Nairobi, concerns have been raised about Al-Shabaab's increasing aggressiveness and broadening its reach outside of Somalia. But how much do these attacks have to do with Kenya's role in regional security? Well, Al-Shabaab's influence in Kenya stretched way, way before um, Kenyan forces went into Somalia. Uh, it's unfortunate to, to remember that the 1998 bombings uh, in both Nairobi as well as Dar es Salaam were executed with Al-Qaeda's assistance. And they, that set already had a foothold in, in Kenya and gradually increased. So the final, final nail in a coffin was when Kenyan forces went into Somalia to, with the intention of the security situation is getting worse and we have to do something about that. And that gave Al-Shabaab locally the justification to attack Kenya within itself as well. I mean, looking at the latest incident, uh, just about 10 days ago, you had 28 people shot dead in the same town. What does this say about the security, um, the, the intelligence that is currently at play in Kenya? That area itself, the Mandera County, is extremely be close, it's the closest to, to the Somali border. Uh, basically, taking control over that whole border is extremely difficult. It is uh, quite a long border uh, and quite challenging for both uh, the Kenyan military as well as the police forces to manage to keep Al-Shabaab from infiltrating from, from Somalia into Kenya. So that entire region is extremely, extremely difficult to control. And this attack, and that is why you see these attacks being executed so close to the Somali border, because attackers come from Somalia, um, attack and retreat. Um, and that is the that is the one problem. Another problem is where Al-Shabaab managed to recruit people within Kenya. We have a local presence. And uh, just looking at the reaction, Kenya's interior security minister has been fired. The country's police chief resigned. And, you know, what does that say about their response to this? Well, we have to keep in mind that whenever something like this happens, um, the politicians, as well as the public, would like to see action. And the action often means that it needs to be something visible. Um, and in this case, I would say it was a sacrificial lamp, um, but being offered, in a sense, I will resign or uh, I would rather let go um, in terms of falling on, on, on your thoughts. But the issue, unfortunately, is that there is no quick fix to the situation in in this regard. There is a designation of the police commissioner um, in any high-ranking official will not be the solve to the situation in Kenya. But does it speak to perhaps, um, you know, an inability or uh, just not knowing how to deal with this threat of terror and religious extremism at the moment? Well, again, as I said, it's going to recall a long-term, a long-term approach. The first, uh, the short-term is intelligence in preventing attacks. Uh, identifying those responsible for attacks, arrest them, prosecute them, bring them to justice. And then, and then most important and more long-term is addressing underlying reasons why people do join Al-Shabaab and do fight in both Somalia as well as in Kenya. Uh, the short-term version of it is the intelligence bit, and that is extremely difficult. If you do not have internal capabilities, it's extremely difficult to know what is going on. And we saw that especially with the mass arrests uh, following attacks. It's a sign of the, the Kenyan government, the Kenyan security forces, 
don't have the ability, you don't have the capabilities to identify and arrest those who were actually involved for these attacks.